Welcome back, Leaf Nation, to the Believers Podcast, the all-good cop Maple Leaf podcast out there on the internet. I am your host, Mike D, and uh, well, not much, uh, many uh, Leaf games to go over, but there is a uh, fun show in store for you fine folk today, um, though you know what, I'm going to start the show off. Uh, talking about dudism because as of last year I've I've fallen hard into dudism and it's just it is it has been awesome and throughout this whole panini it has been um, it's it's kept it's kept me kept my cool um, it's it's honestly been a huge help and it is awesome and it is uh, a pretty fun novelty. Um, <laughs> it's 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 awesome as yeah um so there's been a couple of holidays the past two days in dudism so december 3rd uh is modder's day and so i'm going to go over what it says on the dudism website and it says for modder's day our modder is a figurehead for the naturing creative spirit in all of us mod helps perpetuate the whole darn human comedy and make sure there's a little Lebowski on the way in all of us. And it also happens to be Julianne Moore's birthday. She had turned 61 years old this year. And uh, yesterday, December 4th, <laughs> it's the slacker Nalia. Nalia. Um, Dudas recognized this ancient tradition of reigniting the fertility of the world, not by consumption, but by relaxation. And it also happens to be Jeff, Jeff Bridges' birthday. He had turned 72. The dude is doing good. Uh, his cancer is in remission, the last I had heard. Um, yeah, no, so that was cool. And uh, it's, yeah, this, I, I have a very good feeling the large amount of the listeners here aren't into dudism or are unaware of it, but I'm going to be giving out the good word of the dude on this show um now <laughs> to actually get into the uh nitty-gritty of the hockey talk here i want to start out by talking about edmonton and how they've been are they for real um honestly i would really like to see edmonton do good in the playoffs because connor mcdavid is such a uh treat to watch on like any given night uh, the things he can do, the skill and speed he has. I mean, he already has two highlight real goals for, like, you can watch those until the end of time. Um, they were just that good. But Edmonton as a whole, they're second in the in the Pacific Division. Uh, in 22 games played, they have 16 wins, six losses, and no overtime for 32 points. To be fair, they do play tonight at 8 against uh, L.A. But, uh, man, they um, they may have had their last couple of losses in, in their more recent games. But you know what? Um, honestly, like, it would be really cool to see McDavid, like, like Toronto, come over the hump and make it to the second round. Because, um, like, that's, that's a player that will and can do damage. Um, it's just, it finally seems like the Edmonton Oilers finally have it together this year. And it'll be awesome to see if they can finally uh, do some damage come the playoffs, come spring this year. Um, now, 
to get into a little bit of a comparison, I guess, because, well, we're talking about Edmonton. And how has Zach Hyman been? Now, um, this is going to hurt League Station, but, oh, Jesus. Um, so in 22 games played, Zach Hyman has 11 goals, 6 assists, and 17 points. Now, how are our Hyman replacements been doing, Bunting and Ritchie? Well, both have 25 game, games played. Bunting has 6 goals, 11 assists, and 17, for 17 points. And Richie, again, 25 games played. He has zero goals, six assists, six points. Though, to be fair, in his last six games, he's gotten four points. He has been, you know, he's been getting better. And I would honestly compare him, at least recently, I'd compare him to Wayne Simmons, where Wayne Simmons was getting all of these chances and all of these, like, he's sniffing the net, he's close. Um, and then he, he finally broke, broke through and got a couple goals. Um, so I, I know his, uh, Nick Ritchie's birthday is today or yesterday. And it's like, okay, the guys get, the boys got to gift him a goal for fuck's sakes here. Um, but you know what? He's been looking better. So I'm hoping, I'm believing that his damn will break. Hopefully today it'd be a nice little birthday present, you know? Um... Okay, so moving on, I want to come to the defense of one goaltender, Michael Hutchinson, because I don't know about, I, I see a lot of hate just going towards the guy on, on social media, and it's like, for me, I've, I've watched uh, Hutch for years when, when he was first playing with uh, the St. John Icecaps in the AHL, and they were the farm team for the, for the Winnipeg Jets. Um, and it was cool to see Hutch, you know, slowly, gradually make his way into the show. Uh, he was the backup for Winnipeg for a good time. And, and then I vividly remember when he did become the, the starting goaltender and just, that was so awesome. I was so happy for the kid that, um, I went and got a Winnipeg Jets jersey, home jersey, and I got Hutchinson on the back of it. Like, this kid has been awesome. He's got, he can be a good goaltender. It's just, when it comes to goaltending, it's it's such a magic, such a voodoo, where, like, one year, goalies can be really friggin' hot, and then the following year, uh, they could be ice cold, or they can continue the trend of being um, <laughs> fucking lava hot, you know? Um, but... In Hutch's career, he has 137 games played, and he kind of breaks even with 55 wins and 55 losses uh, and 15 overtimes. And, and again, throughout his whole career, his goals against average is 2.79, so almost like three goals per game. But his overall save percentage is a uh, .905. That's, you know what, for if... If you look at him more as a backup goaltender, um, that's not too bad. I mean, it's at least it's in ab above 900. Um, but, man, he has shown moments of shining awesomeness where he can be a starting goaltender. Um, I guess, you know what, he, I guess he would be more comfortable as a backup, but it's just, it. Oh, I love to see it when when he 
has these awesome game nights. Like, uh, there was a game against the Islanders. Um, wh- oh, I know the Leafs had played the Islanders, and he had shut them out 3 nothing. Like, that is the starting goaltender, Michael Hutchinson, um, th- that I know and love. Like, he can, he can produce those games for a team when... It, it, ah, that magic when he when he's having a uh, when he's having a really good season, but it it just sucks because this year, so he in only two games played he has no wins he has one loss and zero overtimes, and his goals against average is four point five seven, and his save percentage is so awful it it is a point eight five seven which is just no. Like I, I I love this kid and and I'll defend him day and night and and again when it comes to goaltenders, it's it's there's a magic and a voodoo to them. Uh, yeah, one year they're hot, the next they're cold, or they could continue the hot trend, and and it's just a bummer that Hutch is he's on a cold season because he looked he did look really good in the shortened season with the Leafs. He did look good, um, and then I guess just to that's <laughs> a quick news note. As of 5 p.m., so just within the last hour or so of this recording, the uh, Maple Leafs brought Hutchinson back down to the Marlies. So I'm guessing uh, Joseph Wall will be getting another look uh, over these next couple games. We'll have to see what happens, but if Hutch comes back, I'm not going to complain, whereas... Literally, like, probably 80% of Leafs Twitter is going to be like, no, to death with him. Like, come on, guys. Clutch Clutch has shown he has it before. Just come on, hype him up. Hype him up. Let's go. All right. <laughs> so to recap the last two games, because the Leafs have only played two games since the last recording, um, they played Colorado on Wednesday, which, um, holy friggin' shit. I um, I I really thought that was going to be a much closer game because it's the Colorado fucking avalanche. And, and Nathan McKinnon with his first game back and <laughs> the Leafs dominated. It, they, they killed it 8-3. Like, I, I can understand having an off game every now and then, but just I, I did not expect that from a team like the Colorado uh, Colorado Avalanche like they have been a um they've been a favorite to win the cup for like the past two or three seasons now and just <laughs> I can't freaking believe it that was I honestly I think that was the least best game of the season um and then last night they played Minnesota where surprisingly this one was kind of lopsided but then also felt kind of uh close in terms of like the pace it was a a nasty uh rough and tough game that it was in the second period it was there were a lot of penalties called it was a penalty heavy uh period and then what was just awesome to see is and this has been a trend i've noticed in in the past couple games or um when it has come up when the leafs go down to three men and and it's a five on three penalty kill the Leafs are killing it off they're putting in the work and they're 
uh, killing off like these crazy ass penalties. Um, and, and it has just been so encouraging to see because it's like, you know, we can be down to three men on the ice. We will be keeping the puck out of the net. Um, honestly, it, it has been refreshing to see. And, uh, if they keep up that trend, like, like the power play, even like it's looked so much better this year. Um, yeah, they're not capitalizing on every single power play, but they've looked so much better. Um, but the uh, penalty kill is doing just as well. It has been awesome to see. Um, but unfortunately, with the Minnesota game last night, the Leafs lose uh, 4-3 in the shootout, which um, at least they got a pity point out of it in the standings. Um, I'm, I'm not going to complain too much because it's the friggin' crapshoot. No one gives a shit. If it were overtime, uh, it'd probably be a different kind of feeling of a bummer. But um, honestly, just, yeah, we, we need that extended three-on-three overtime. Um, but yeah, you know what? So to bring it up to some good notes here, the Leafs are currently a top three team in the overall league standings. They're top they they were literally in third place when I checked the standings. Like that is like oh they're putting in the work. That's badass. Hell yeah. They are second in the Atlantic division. To all the naysayers that were like, oh they're they'll be on the outside looking in. They're gonna fall down. No 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 belief. Always belief. They are in second in the Atlantic division and so overall this season, uh, in 25 games played, they have 17 wins, six losses, two overtime for a total of 36 points. And in their last 15 games played, they have 12 wins, two losses, one overtime. That's absolutely nothing to get mad about. And if you are, that's a, that sounds like a you problem, man. You need to take it easy. And... Uh, you know what? I just want to answer the question, am I ready to get hurt again? And the answer is always. Because in the bigger picture, at the end of every season, no matter how it ends, it's a rinse and repeat. Okay, this team couldn't do it. Who's next up? Let's see what you got. Let's go. Let's go! Yeah, baby. Now, their next game is tonight, actually. They're playing Winnipeg. And in the last episode... Um, for the upcoming games and predictions. That game was also included. So for I'm going to stick with uh, the prediction from the last episode where I say the Leafs will win 4 nothing over Winnipeg. It'll be a 4 nothing strong team effort shutout. Yeah. Uh, and then so for the rest of this week now, uh, Tuesday they play Columbus. I believe they'll be at home. I'm going to say that's a 5-2 Leafs win. Uh, Thursday, they will be home playing against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I, I, I'm not sleeping on Tampa, so I'm going to say this is a 2-1 Leafs win. I will not be surprised if it goes to overtime or if it ends in regulation. I mean, I mean the shootout is also there as well, but I'm hoping not to see the shootout. I'd rather see a game end in overtime. Um, and then Saturday night, they will be playing the Chicago Blackhawks at home. And I'm going to say that's a dominant 7-2 Leafs win. Um, 
the last time they played Chicago, some news came out, and it was like everyone wanted the Leafs to beat Chicago in that game, and they did. I'm hoping for this one. The This Leafs team currently, they're more gelled, like they're well-oiled mach- running machine now. I think they're going to kick Chicago's ass now. And uh, so the to the end today's show... I'm going to save questions for next week, Monday's episode. I'll answer a question on Monday's shows. And, uh, but for today's show, I'm going, to do, I'm going to bring Chell Chat back. So I'm going to talk about some NHL video games. I, I would be going over my stats, but I'm kind of bummed out. Because uh, the last time I played NHL 22, I went through franchise mode again, uh, season 2. Uh, so this is the that's the mode where you play as the general manager. I am not playing any of the games. I just sim through it because I'm the general manager of the Maple Leafs. And god damn it, it was it was such a fun season. The Leafs ended up first overall uh, in the Atlantic and in the league overall. It was it was awesome. And and then we got to the playoffs and we played Ottawa in the first round. And we'll lose. I think it was, if I recall, I think it was a regulation. I, it was, I, uh, right to game seven. Um, so instead, I'm going to be talking about the best NHL, uh, and hockey video games because there's been a couple. Uh, the three I'm going to talk about are, are the EA Sports NHL games because right now I'm having such a friggin' blast with NHL 22. Uh, like I just moaned about it with the franchise mode as much as it sucks. It's fun. It is fun. Um, the be a pro mode, the, uh, they revamped be a pro in, in the last year's game, NHL 21, and they've just brought it back again for this one. And I haven't put much time into that, uh, that mode, but it's awesome to see that they've brought it back. Um, season mode is where I'm putting most of the time and I'm just, I've been on a bit of a losing streak. Um, but the, what I would like to see in the NHL games come back, it's, it was in NHL 13. It was be a GM mode online or online mode where you and like 30, 31 other people, um, that that was years ago before 32 teams, um, (laughs) friggin' So you and a group of like 29, 30 other players, you each were the general manager of a team and you would play the games against against each other online. But what was really cool was there was a uh, like a phone application to go alongside the game and or, well, the more, more specifically the mode. And while you were like out and about living your life, you could bring up the app and you could make trades. You can message the other GMs. It was so cool because friggin' like, yeah, you could be out and about, make a trade, send, send a message or so to, or you know what, to make a trade. Uh, and then, you know, come later that night, if you're playing the game, those changes would have been implemented. Like it was so sick. I would love to see EA bring that back for, well, it's, it's too late now, but it would, you know what, they could bring it back for next year, it, it, hopefully. Um, but NHL 13 was a lot of fun. 
Um, oh, in NHL, it was 2003 or 2004. It was the one with uh, Jerome Nangla on the cover in the uh, Blasty jersey. That was a fun game. The soundtrack was sick with Jimmy World. Um, and it, it felt more arcadey, which was awesome about that game. Um, but you know what? I would have to say one of my favorite fucking hockey games, Blades of Steel. Now, there was a version of this game. It was on the either the Nintendo or the Super Nintendo, but I had the, the Game Boy version so I could play it on the go. But it was so cool because, um, yeah, it's pixelated hockey. You can only choose so many teams. Um, but what was awesome about it was it was such a novelty, but the fighting mode, because it felt like such a true arcade fighter where it was your player and the opposing player in like this street fighter kind of screen well like in front of a glass of fans and all that um and the, the health bars would go down um taking a couple punches giving a couple punches like it was so so very arcadey it was so awesome i know with hockey games today uh, these days like it's all mainly EA Sports, but I would love to see some competition in in the video game market again. Like that would be awesome to see, and I would friggin' pre-order Blades of Steel if they remade it or brought it back in any shape or form. I like I'm I'm all in on that. And speaking of in on things, that is in on today's show. I that was a very terrible segue. I feel. Um, <laughs> but you know what? You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Believers Pod, and you can follow my personal Twitter at Michael underscore Dalson. And until next time, have some fun and don't stop believing. The, the leaf dude abides.